0: book 53 of a class book of old testament history this is a librivox recording all librivox recordings are in the public domain for more information or to volunteer please visit librivox.org recording by lawrence trask a class book of old testament history by george frederick McClear. book 53 david's work and character the life of David admits of a fivefold division: one his shepherd life at Bethlehem, two, his courtier life with Saul at Gibeah, three, his life as an outlaw, four, his kingly life at Hebron during seven and a half years, and five at Jerusalem during thirty-three years in all forty. His history will be ever memorable whether we regard the work he achieved or his own personal character one his work he had succeeded to a kingdom distracted with civil dissension environed on every side or occupied by powerful and victorious enemies without a capital almost without an army without any bond of union between the tribes he left a compact and united state stretching from the frontier of Egypt to the foot of Lebanon, from the Euphrates to the sea. He had crushed the power of the Philistines, subdued or curbed all the adjacent kingdoms. He had formed a lasting and important alliance with the great city of Tyr. He had organized an immense disposable force. Every month twenty-four thousand men, furnished in rotation by the tribes, Appeared in arms and were trained as the standing militia of the country. At the head of his army were officers of consummate experience, and what was more highly esteemed in the warfare of the time, of extraordinary personal activity, strength, and valor. He had also given especial attention to the management of public worship as the most efficacious means of promoting religion and morality, and consequently, obedience to the invisible supreme monarch the solemn transfer of the ark of the covenant at which almost all the people were present had made a deep impression on their minds and had awakened them to a sincere adoration of jehovah these favorable dispositions he had upheld and strengthened by suitable regulations in the service of the priests and the levites and especially by the instructive and animating psalms which were composed partly by himself and partly by other poets and prophets in comparison with the hymns of david the sacred poetry of all other nations sinks into mediocrity they have embodied so exquisitely the universal language of religious emotion that they have entered with unquestioned propriety into the ritual of the holier and more perfect religion of christ the songs which cheered the solitudes of the desert caves of engedi or resounded from the voice of the hebrew people as they wound along the glens or the hillsides of judea have been repeated for ages in almost every part of the habitable world in the remotest islands of the ocean among the forests of america or the sands of africa two his character obedience to the divine commands was ever with david the axiom of his life and in every step he took he showed the greatest anxiety to act as god's servant second samuel two one first samuel twenty three two and four all deliverance from danger and all victories from first to last he ascribed to the divine aid and neither in the hour of danger nor the more trying hour of prosperity did he go after strange gods or introduce any idolatrous rites. It was probably to this feature of his administration that God referred when he described him as a man after his own heart, First Samuel thirteen fourteen, Comp Acts thirteen twenty two, rather than to his private virtues. And yet these were of no mean order shepherd soldier poet king the romantic friend the chivalrous leader the devoted father he was eminent alike for his exalted piety and his noble patriotism during a war of seven years he never lifted his sword against a subject and at the end of it he punished no rebels and remembered no offense but the murder of his rival Second Samuel 4, 10-12 The adultery with Bathsheba, the murder of Uriah, the numbering of the people, with a view probably to foreign conquests, are the deep blots on his fame, and the chief instances in which he forgot alike himself and his God. And yet when we look at the piety of his youth, the depth of his contrition, the strength of his faith, the fervor of his devotion, the loftiness and variety of his genius, the largesse and warmth of his heart, his eminent valor in any age of warriors, his justice and wisdom as a ruler, and above all his adherence to the worship and will of God. We may well regard him as a model of kingly authority and spiritual obedience. Moreover, not only was he the ancestor of Christ after the flesh, Not only was the blessing of the promise expressly transferred to his family, but in his humiliation and exaltation, as the king of the people of God, and as the vanquisher of heathen nations, he was a type of him whose coming he foretold in many of the Psalms, and who is not called the son of Abraham, or of Jacob, or of Moses, but the son of David. Kurtz's Sacred History, page 189. Article David in Smith's Biblical Dictionary. End of Book 53. Recording by Lawrence Trask. Mount Vernon, Ohio.